0: shook my hand. This hand, I announced, holding it aloft as I reeled into class. With the tiniest of smiles, Mrs. Westbrook directed me to my seat. The Phoenicians were under discussion. She'd written Byblos and Tyre on the chalkboard. Prior to the high civilization of the Greeks, boys and girls, prior to the triumphs of Rome, there flourished a maritime people situated here, and she yanked down the map and took up her pointer to indicate the eastern Mediterranean. Phoenicia gave us, she paused pedagogically, the alphabet. But history isn't only what happened long ago. It can be shaking a president's hand this morning. And saying so, she smiled with all her teeth at me. On this Friday, as on every other, our principal... Mr. Singleton, came onto the public address system to say, "'Teachers, the ghost is walking,' a deep mystery until Mrs. Westbrook explained that it was code for, "'Your paychecks have arrived.' But this was Friday, November twenty-second, 1963, and it was history that was walking. In preparation for the big day of President Kennedy's visit to Fort Worth, We'd memorized the names of all thirty-four of his predecessors, pictures of whom ran around the space above the chalkboard. Those pesky ones between Jackson and Lincoln gave me trouble, as did those between Lincoln and T.R. Lincoln was Mrs. Westbrook's passion. She'd rounded off our presidential unit with a reading of "'O Captain, My Captain,' About most of these flabby-faced monuments we were left to draw our own conclusions. Warren Harding resembled Dr. Schwartz, my pediatrician. William McKinley was the guy behind the counter of the hardware store. In his vest with white piping, Woodrow Wilson had an undertaker look. William Howard Taft, the only smiler, appeared as rotund and crinkly-eyed and fake jovial as poor Uncle Isidore, destined for a bad end, about Isidore Walchansky, unaffectionately called walnuts at our house, more later. I spotted James Buchanan as one who cracks a silly joke while slipping a hand down your pants. Thelma Westbrook wielded her opinions unanswerably. If she said, "Oh, Captain, my captain, was the greatest poem, that was that. "'Around her, were Arcana, I hadn't the temerity to look into. "'What did Mr. Westbrook do? "'Did they have children? "'What street did they live on? "'It would have seemed a profanation to wonder about her life apart from us. "'Did she sleep in her socks? "'We could as soon picture the goddess Minerva cooking breakfast as Mrs. Westbrook. "'Life had never been better than on that Friday morning.' Fort Worth was the center of the universe, and I was in the best sixth grade class of Westcliff Elementary, where the Westbrook ruled, and I was her darling. One of your mothers tells me that her child sheds tears over his homework, she'd earlier that autumn. A reproach to the sluggards among us. Treasonable of mom to have revealed that, and I told her so. Tears over what? I try now to recall. Surely not Phoenicia or Walt Whitman. Math, no doubt. And the child was father to the man. I count on my fingers to this day. A repellently good boy, like most of my kind, Jewish and going to be homosexual. I seemed all the more so by comparison with Floyd Hickey, for instance, who liked opening his fly to show girls the goods, for which outrage... He'd been not just spanked, but beaten by the ordinarily lenient Mr. Singleton. It hadn't worked. Back in class next day, Floyd sat there, smiling in bitter triumph. A tough kid, surely now in prison or dead. And I was his opposite, high-minded and with the testimony of tears over homework to prove it. It was unusual for me to be late to class, even when coping with asthma, as I usually was. Thirty minutes on the nebulizer before school were routine. But that morning had been a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, countenanced beforehand by Mrs. Westbrook. I'd been to the rally in front of the Hotel Texas. Mom woke me before dawn, and we dressed and ate a hasty breakfast. We were determined to go despite heavy rain. The event exists on audio tape and in still shots. I remember an elderly lady beside me with a homemade placard, Kennedy, 1964, Goldwater, 1864. This made me crumple up with laughter. Less friendly homemade placards would greet the President later that morning. At the Dallas airport, one of them read, Vote Right, Vote White, Anyone, but the NAACP's Kennedy.